like to invite you to a soul level encounter. Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That's what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. You will hear the music that has charted the steps of their spiritual journey, that has provided a touchstone in the soul's dark night and sung the heart's awe and joy when come to the light. Over the next hour, you will be a witness and companion to our guest's spiritual path and sacred testimony. Welcome to Song of the Soul. A couple weeks back, I had the good fortune of running into Charles Walker and Portia and the rest of the Charles Walker Band at the Turn Your Radio On event we held to bring together the supporters of Northern Spirit Radio. And Charles and the band took over when our performers left off. So my wife and I danced blissfully to the great music of the band. That dancing put his music in my feet and in my heart and left me no doubt that I should have Charles Walker, leader of the Charles Walker Band, join me on the radio. So let's get right to it and get Charles Walker on the phone for today's Song of the Soul journey. Charles, welcome to Song of the Soul. Hey, thanks for having me. It was so nice to have you in Eau Claire recently. And as a matter of fact, you were here on a very auspicious night, the first annual membership celebration of Northern Spirit Radio. We are occupying the same space. Did you choose to come here to Eau Claire simply because you know that Northern Spirit Radio was happening? I would like to say yes. Um, but okay, that would say yes. Honest. That's okay. It's easy. <laughs> I really enjoyed myself, but I didn't actually know that was happening until I got there. It was so fun having you and Portia and the others there. Is this part of a tour? Is this just a weekend thing you bounce up from Milwaukee or what? That particular one, we did a short little tour. It was a three-day. We were up north for three days, and then we came back. Yeah, back to home ground, which is Milwaukee. Are you born and raised in Milwaukee? No. The short of it is I grew up in a really small town called Oxford. I went to school in Westfield. I moved to Portage, which is a little bit bigger but still not very big. Oxford Westfield is about an hour north of Madison. Important is about half an hour north of Madison for folks that don't know where any of those places are. Yeah, if they're not educated and don't know the topography of Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> so, how long have you been in Milwaukee? I moved down here about nine years ago. After I graduated from UW Eau Claire, I at that time I was married and decided that I wanted to move to a place that had I thought at at least that there'd be a little bit bigger music scene. And is that when you formed the Charles Walker Blues Band? Yes, at that point we were the Charles Walker Blues Band. About three or four years ago, the manager at that time said, "Well, you guys don't really do blues. You should probably just drop that out of your name because it's." Some people are expecting you to do all blues, and other people I get turned off because they think you only do blues. So just drop it out of your name because you don't really play only blues. And So for the past three or four years, you've just been the Charles Walker Band. Hence your website, walkerband.com. Yes, that's correct. That's correct. 
I was so tickled in looking at your website to find out that you'd spent time up here in Eau Claire where, I mean, we met here, but I recognized you were passing through. How was your time in Eau Claire? Was this a, a wild breaking free time? Uh, you were part of the, connected with the jazz band stuff up here, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I my actual degree is in secondary English education, but the whole time I was in the jazz program, and I have so many fond memories of Eau Claire. I, I love the campus. I spent a lot of time running and um, hiking. I think that the only thing that I did not enjoy about Eau Claire is the really intense winters, and I just still don't miss those. You think this winter is intense, huh? I don't know. (laughs) You must be a southern guy. (laughs) (laughs) Another fun thing that ran into it at the Northern Spirit Radio event, which was held there, right? Pizza Plus, Benny Haas brought us in. Great place to have things happen in Eau Claire. We were having our meal that was connected with it. We'd had a speaker about organic food standards and so on. You and Portia were sitting there, and I'm not saying you looked hungry or anything, but we're all eating. It just seemed hospitable to invite you. And you said to me something like, well, you know, but I'm vegetarian. And it's like, yeah, like me, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, we had all this organic food and such, which is, I guess, your normal taste? Mm Mm-hmm. So what's your favorite dish to cook up? I'm not I'm not the world's greatest cook. Portia actually is a much better cook than I am. What I really like to make, I make really good grits. I make but I make them fancy. I put in garlic and basil and olive oil and I, I kinda make them kind of like a southern Italy sort of flair and Portia loves them. And then the other thing that I make that people have really liked, including carnivores, I make greens, but instead of making, instead of putting ham in the greens, I actually just put liquid smoke in them. People actually say, wow, this is even better than having meat in them. So I think that's another favorite dish to make. Well, why don't you inspire us with some of your music, some of your songs? How do you want to start off your song of the soul? I think the first song I would like to play and talk about is Hope. I wrote that song before I was divorced and then continued writing the song through the divorce and after the divorce. And the song really captures the essence of a lot of the studying that I have done. Um, before, before I became divorced, I had spent a lot of time studying Buddhism and Taoism. Even after that, I, I still dabble in that some, but I, I read a lot of, I guess people call them like personal motivation or personal development books. And really that song captures the essence of what I've been brought to believe, which is really that struggle is only there to make us stronger and only to make us there to become the person that we need to be in order to accomplish the things that we want to accomplish. And that you, you just have to keep hope alive, that things don't always go exactly the way that we have planned. But when you keep hope alive, it keeps your eyes open and it helps you to understand what Napoleon Hill said, which is when you look for it, there is a seed of equivalent benefit to any negative thing that happens to you. So when you are looking for the, I guess, the silver lining or whatever, you begin to realize things that have grown in you through challenges. And then when you keep hope alive, you just keep moving forward until you accomplish those things that you really want to accomplish. That's basically what the song is about. You're talking about writing this over the time, including when you're going through divorce. Now, I went through divorce 23 years ago or so, and it was one of the most painful times of my mm-hmm. life, no, no question mm-hmm. at all. So you're writing this about hope in the midst of you're in the pressure cooker, right? Yeah, it was kind of, the. that's why it took me so long to write is because 
it took me a long time to figure out what I wanted to say and how I wanted to say it because, like I said, I spent a lot of time studying Eastern philosophy, but I was still trying to line it up with the beliefs that I had grown up with, which was I was a very strict born-again Christian. And so that was kind of my whole world for a long time. And to begin to change my worldview, I'm going to open up my eyes to other ideas and other philosophies and really be able to reconcile with what's going on because there's still a lot of those beliefs that were plaguing me as far as I must be a bad person, I'm going through divorce, it's wrong to go through divorce, there must be something wrong with me. And really being able to reconcile, no, there's not something wrong with you. Things didn't work out the way you had planned. It doesn't make you a bad person. You're going through some things. By the time you're done with these things, you're going to be a stronger person. Because if you would have asked me even five years before it happened, or three years or two years, could you make it through a divorce? I probably said, no, there's no way I can make it through a divorce. I'd just be devastated forever. But, in fact, it took going through that divorce to make me who I am today, and there is no other way to get me to where I am today except through that divorce. Was the divorce good? No. However, it's kind of like I read a book one time that talked about these butterflies, and the only way that these butterflies can become strong enough to fly is if they break through the cocoon because it strengthens their wings. And there was a little kid that was breaking open all the cocoons to help the butterflies out so they didn't have to struggle. But in the end, what happened was the butterflies died because they couldn't fly. And so kind of that same image of it takes the struggle in order to become what you, what you want to become. And the song is Hope, and it's by the Charles Walker Band. Well, now I just run out, think what life is all about. Take the little happiness, dream a dream and then just sleep. Beat up or just be down, trouble fall, lose you around. Down in the valley shadow.
song is Hope. The album is Relentless, and the band is the Charles Walker Band out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Kind of my old stomping grounds before I moved up to Eau Claire back in 88. About the song, though, uh, one of the things that you say in the song, and do you write most of your music, all your music, or... I mean, Portia is the voice that we get to identify with it, but she's singing your words, right? Mm-hmm. That's correct. So in there you say, don't stop believing, just receiving. I'm wondering how much that connects with your roots. Again, your your evangelical Christian, born-again Christian background, that's consistent with it, isn't it? Or is this another revolution? How does that differ where you've gotten to from where you were? It's It's always hard, I think, for me to talk about my past beliefs without sounding really biased because I think that that any religion has some really good philosophy in it and I think that a lot of times what happens is people take it and manipulate it for their purposes and that's what really begins to kind of taint it and it's true in any religion it's not just one religion it's it's any religion so I don't think that that is really from my my evangelical roots I would say it's much more from I've done a lot of listening to other people talk about the study of the law of attraction and the idea of vibrations and the idea that we we all operate on different frequencies and I thought that frequencies which bring us things and that in order to get these things in alignment, the first step, it's not the only step because there's a lot more to it, but the first step is to actually visualize and believe exactly what it is that you're looking for. You're clear about it and that you believe that you actually are capable of doing it because People's potential, is, 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 in my belief, is limitless. That the only limit we have is the limit that we place on ourselves. That when people come up to me and say, "Well, I can never play saxophone the way, the way that you do," or "I can never perform the way that you do," well, that's true because you've made it true. But in reality, I didn't start out playing saxophone the way I play saxophone today. I made a series of choices as a child, and I became the saxophone player that I am today through those choices. If I had chosen to instead spend time outside playing football, well, then I'd have some really great skills at football, and I would not be a very good saxophone player. But it was my belief in my ability to play saxophone that led me to my actions, and that attracted all the opportunities that I had to be trained, to be able to perform, etc. And so that line is really about that. The first step is to be focused and to believe that it's possible for you to do whatever it is and then be open to receive it because that's the other thing is a lot of people say, oh, yeah, I really want I really want to be a great performer. I really want to be a great writer. I really want to be a really great mom or dad. But then they say, but I can't do it. And so they're not open to receive it because their belief system is basically stopping them from receiving the thing that they really want. You know, you say this because you believed you could be the saxophone player that you you got this gift, which I mean, mm-hmm. people see you on stage or listen to your records, they're going to know that there's a gift going on there. The way it says it on in the bio on your website, though, is I was a sixth grade teacher who, who told you you had the perfect lips or something for mm-hmm, saxophone. Mm-hmm. It sounded like you were a bit resistant, like, I'm not really going to go there. <laughs> Just <laughs> How much did you have to fight past your own recalcitrance in order to do that? Well, yeah, the, the, the story on the website is very true. The, I wanted to play trombone, but I was a sixth grader at the time. And the reason that I wanted to play trombone is because I saw somebody, they, all the instruments got paraded before us from the older kids, and they each played, I don't know, maybe a minute of something. And the trombone player came in, all she did was go, 
up and down, and I thought, oh, my gosh, that's what I want to do. I want to be able to do that. So did I really want to play the trombone? I don't know that I really want to play the trombone. I wanted to do what she did in front of me. So my passion was really I wanted to play music, and the band director kind of guided me as far as, well, no, you've got a really good mouth for saxophone. And to this day, I could play trombone if I wanted to, and in fact, I played trumpet when I was in high school, and I, I did pretty well at that as well. So... With my initial passion, saxophone, no, I think my initial passion, which is music. I've always loved music. In fact, I can remember a number of my friends, I used to sing along with the radio, and they would say, well, what, why don't you ever sing at church, or why don't you ever sing at school, or anything? So, yeah, it's kind of always been a part of me, and the band director kind of helped direct me. Well, I have a feeling, Charles, that we could talk quite a while, but <laughs> since you've got this passion for music, how about we share some more? What would you like to share next? The second thing I'd like to share is In the Sun. In the Sun is one of the songs that's really dear to my heart. I wrote that song because it, it's not in our bio because it's not really part of the what people need to know about the band. But Porsche and I are actually a couple that uh, were actually engaged. And I wrote that song for Porsche because she was actually one of the people to kind of help me get through the divorce. We weren't dating at the time, but she kind of helped me get through the divorce. And then I remember the first summer when we, we at that point we were dating, that I just noticed that I loved the way that the sun kind of played off of her skin. And then it kind of inspired me to write that song. And I really wanted to be able to capture kind of a Motown feel, an old school kind of Motown feel, but at the same time make it still feel a little contemporary, so it wasn't just a regurgitation of, of another Motown track. That's really why it's here to me. And it's part of my soul because it's, it's about my love. In the Sun by Charles Walker Band. Summertime without the sunshine A cloudy day without you, baby You got beginning, my head is spinning And I'm singing this song for you
said, I can't wait to see you laughing in the sun. In the Sun, also from Relentless, latest CD by the Charles Walker Band. They've got seven of them out there. You can find them on their website, walkerband.com. And on there, you'll find where they're playing. And if you're in Wisconsin, you've got a good chance of hitting them. But you play other places too, don't you, Charles? Yeah. This summer, we were on a two-week tour. At one point, we were as far as North and South Carolina. And yeah, probably about four or five times a year we'll take longer extended two or three week tours. But Milwaukee is stomping grounds now, right? You you said at one point when we were talking earlier, you, you mentioned that you lived in Waukesha for a while, uh, campus by Carroll College, which is my home ground, right? You know, that's where I spent my life from 72 to 77. But now you're in Milwaukee. Was, is Milwaukee better than Waukesha? I just, I want you to make a, a clear, crisp judgment here. Which is better? <laughs> for what? Well, for you to live in. <laughs> and do it without pissing anyone off, okay? <laughs> Which did I prefer to live in? Uh, the two lights are so different. I was living in a dorm on campus, and then I'm now I'm living in a house. I think, I think it's a hard judgment. I would say I prefer living in Milwaukee over Waukesha, though. Yeah. Obviously, there's this whole seething cauldron of people. I mean, Waukesha is sizable enough, but Milwaukee has just got so much of everything. And Waukesha is quite a step up in some ways culturally from what you had when you lived in Eau Claire. Eau Claire, it's getting more cultural riches here, but it's fairly limited still. It's still a little bit too monochromatic. I mean, we've got a fair number of Hmong here. But black or brown and other color skins, they're just not as numerous in this place. Milwaukee's got to be uh, just riches. Uh, <laughs> or not. <laughs> I try to focus on the positive. Yes, there are a multitude of lots of diversity here, both with race and with religion, with sexual preference, all those things. Yes, there is, there is quite a great diversity in Milwaukee, yes. And I assume that that helps fuel the material that you have for your songs. Or maybe this is all just channeled otherworldly. But give us another song and give us an idea of some of that riches coming out through you. The next song is Higher. This song has a number of different places that it was inspired by. One of my favorite bands of all time is Earth, Wind & Fire. In part because their music is also, much of it is very spiritual as well. And they're, they're kind of their spiritual beliefs and their in Western philosophy and religion. And so, in part, it was my attempt. I, I, it's not the same as Earth and Insight. Don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not saying it is. But it was my attempt at trying to be inspired by Earth and Insight to write something. The song itself is really about what my belief and my hope is my music does for people, which is to take them higher, to take them sometimes to a higher level of consciousness, 
sometimes just to take them to being in a better mood, help them to escape from some of the issues or some of the problems that they had from the day. Because I really believe that music and art is really an expression of all those experiences, that music shouldn't be limited to, oh, I always have to write songs about love, or I always have to write songs about something that happened to me. But music is really a reflection. Sometimes when I write, I want to write just about having a good time, but sometimes I want to write about an inspirational experience, I hope. Sometimes I do want to write about love, like in the sun. So to me, music is about all the different experiences that we have in life, but I do really feel strongly that music, because it's so powerful, that it's meant to ultimately send a positive message, that you sometimes talk about things that are hard, you sometimes talk about negative things that have happened, but only with the purpose of building people up, never to tear people down, never to degrade people, never to do anything that's negative, only to build people up. And that's a strong belief that I have about the music that I write, and it's part of the purpose that I write it for. Higher, Charles Walker. Let the music take your mind, let it wander till it finds your soul. Take these words from the hip, told to make your backbone slip your mind. Grab a hold to take control of the beauty that is in this life. Let the beat make complete the message like and be so sweet. Grab the rhythm, beat, and time, let it raise you to the highest climb.
awesome song from the Charles Walker Band. I've got Charles Walker here today with me for Song of the Soul. And this is a Northern Spirit Radio production on the web at northernspiritradio.org. And on that site, you can find about eight and a half years of our programs for free listening and download. We've covered the gamut, and there's lots more ahead of us. So happy to have Charles here today. On the site, you can find links to him, like the link to Charles Walker Band is walkerband.com. But you could find that just by going to northernspiritradio.org. Also, you can find a place to post comments. We love your comments because what we love is two-way communication. Not just me talking, not just Charles talking, but our listeners feeding back to us. So please join in the loop by going to the website. There's also a place to make donations. We do live by your generosity, so you can help us out on the website. But even more than that, I want to remind you to support your local community radio station. They're bringing you an invaluable slice of news and music that you just get nowhere else in American society. So first of all, support them. And then if you can, please support Northern Spirit Radio. Again, we're with Charles Walker. The song we just heard, Hire, it's from their latest CD, Relentless. And I guess maybe that's a good description for you. You're not giving up, right? <laughs> Relentless <laughs> is who you are. And higher, you know, you said it was earth, wind, and fire, that you're to some degree channeling some of that energy, some of that inspiration, the way that they've inspired you. I thought of the song by Sly and the Family Stone, Higher. <laughs> I want to take you higher, right? <laughs> yeah. So maybe this is, you know, cross-fertilization or something like that. Mm-hmm. Tell me you like Sly's music. Oh, yeah, I love Sly and the Family Stone, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of passionate about what they, they just, somehow they grab me, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I want to take you higher, set your soul on fire, higher still, believe in still. You've mentioned that you like the uh, personal motivation type reading, that kind of thing. Have you also connected up with religions like Unity or others that are focused in this way, that, uh, you know, the law of attraction, all this stuff is very common in some circles like that? Or has this just been your more your personal study? Have you done it in community or is it a personal thing only? I have only done it in a personal way. Actually, that's not true. That's not true. I have something called, I don't know if you're familiar with something called the Mastermind Group, but in my Mastermind Group uh, that meets weekly, we, we talk about some of those issues. We also talk about some bands. We're, we're musicians and booking agents and things like that. So part of what we talk about is our own personal development and what we've been reading and, and studying and things like that as well. And so these are people that are there for you. I mean, if you get together weekly, mm-hmm. having a community that you check in with that helps you stay rooted, grounded, and directioned, did you select this group, or did, how did Mastermind Group get founded? Well, obviously it was not my – the idea of a mastermind was not my idea. Um, it, it was, again, Napoleon Hill's idea. Um, but, yeah, I was actually the one I felt one of the things he said the keys to success were, were to have a group of like-minded individuals. And then he actually quotes the Bible with something to the effect of a court of many something is not easily broken. Court of many strands, maybe? There it is. Yeah, I think that's it. A court of many strands is not easily broken. And basically the idea is when you get together in a group and held accountable both for your personal development and for whatever your personal goals are, whether in this case we're all obviously aspiring musicians, that you're much more successful because not only are you being held accountable, but you have a group of, of minds that have different ideas that can be contributed, have different connections that can be added, and as well, 
again, this idea of you have stronger vibrations when you have a group of people that are connected together, focused on the, kind of the same task. It was my idea, and I was, yeah, I'm the person that selected people in the group. It's been going for a while. Is this a fruitful study, a fruitful group? Yeah, it's been about a year, about a year. It's a good start. After another 20 years, you'll know each other really well. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Well, we want to get to know you better, too, Charles, so please give us another song for your Song of the Soul. Okay. This is by far, even though In the Sun is, has a dear place in my heart, this is by far Mama's Burden is the most dear song on the album. And it's a little ironic because it actually was the song that almost didn't make it on the album. It was arranged very differently when we were about to record it, and we, were, we took two takes of it, and we stopped. And I was like, the song is too close to me. I don't think I want to record it anymore. It, it does not have a good feel. It, it's not working for me. It doesn't capture what I want. The band said, well, no, 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 Can we save it? And so I said, well, okay, here's what I'm going for. And I kind of, again, explained to them the kind of feel that I wanted. And at that point, the bass player said, well, I have an idea for the bass line. And so he played the bass line. And I said, oh, yeah, 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 I think that might work. And then the drummer went off that. And then I started playing a keyboard part. And the, the, the entire vocal, I said to Portia, just don't sing at all because this is completely different and we need to change everything about it. So Portia didn't even sing. We recorded the whole song without vocals. And the reason that the song is so dear to my heart is I used to be a school teacher. And every year, everybody probably remembers there's that one teacher that they connect with, that they feel like, or hopefully they had one that they felt like really understood them and they trusted and they might, might have even been as close to them as parents. And while I was a school teacher, there was one student in particular one year who eventually, I call her my daughter to this day, I actually was just Facebooking her and we're going to get together for Thanksgiving. She lives in Georgia now. But she told me her life story and, and she told me what it was like to grow up in a household where you're not wanted, where your mom doesn't want you, where your father has left you to go through some really awful experiences and what that feels like. But then the song isn't just about that, because like I said before, just sending out that message by itself is kind of a downer. But what's really important about the song to note is that the second half of the song, and really the chorus as well, is about what she is now, which is a really strong woman. She's going to school at the university in Georgia. She's going to school, and she's an incredibly strong woman. It makes me really proud of what she's become. And I think for a lot of people have that experience, it's not unusual, even if even if you didn't have that extreme circumstance, to not have a very functional home, to feel like maybe my parents don't want me or I don't know where I fit in, either in my household or in the world. And so I think it's a really important song, also because it reminds people that your circumstances don't have to define you, but you can become something more than your circumstances. The song is Mama's Burden by Charles Walker Band.
song from the latest CD by Charles Walker Band. The CD is Relentless, the song Mama's Burden, about an inspirational young woman. Yes, I am very proud of her and I am very thankful that she beat the odds and I tried to help her the best I could, but ultimately we all know that we have to make our own choices. She made strong choices and she knew that part of one of her choices had to be to get out of Milwaukee. 
and to get into a new place so she could just kind of escape all of the negative things that she had been battling for 18 years of her life. So yeah, I, I am very thankful for her choices. So we send that off to your spiritual daughter living down in Georgia, but fortunately she's going to come visit, right? Or maybe you're going down to Georgia. No, no, no. She's, she's coming to visit. Yeah. Oh, cool. And now you were a, a teacher. You are a teacher. How, did you give that up totally? Or are you doing music full time? Is it mixed? What do you do? Yeah, I, I do music full time and then I still substitute teach sometimes. So if my day is a little bit lighter, I'll substitute. But yeah, my, my day is pretty concerned with music, writing music, rehearsing music, booking running all of the promotionals, contracts, all that stuff. I mean, I pretty much, I, well, I do, I run the band, so a lot of my time is consumed with that. And is it because you run the band that you get to name the band, too? <laughs> if Portia was doing all that work, would it be the Portia band, you know, whatever? Well, yeah, I mean, it would be her band then, yeah. <laughs> it's, my, it's, it's my band, so yeah. <laughs> so, we've got time for one more song, Charles. Uh, and by the way, I wanted to mention about your name, Charles. I tend to think that if someone goes by Charles instead of Charlie or something like that, it's either because they're exceptional top drawer, which is probably your case, or it's because your mother was yelling at you, now, Charles, get here and clean it up. (laughs) Never been tempted to be a Charlie? That's a great question. Actually, my father was Charlie, and so that's kind of why I fell by Charles, because he was always Charlie. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) makes good sense so please do pick out one more song to share for your song of the soul okay well I was talking about them earlier Earth, Wind and Fire is another one of my huge influences again they and Stevie Wonder were both always on the top of the charts but what's more important to me was that they again a lot of the songs were from the soul they talked about more than just having a good time, not to do anything wrong with writing songs about that, too. But some of the songs were really deep. And for somebody like Maurice, who, who started the band and was initially the drummer and then became one of the lead singers, he stepped out in a huge way because he had a really safe job with Ramsey Lewis playing drums. He could have kept playing jazz, but he, in his heart, said, no, you know, I have a bigger calling. I, I, I really think I need to start my own group. I really have some messages on my heart. And so he left a really good paying gig to start his own band. And it took him a while to really get what Earth, Wind, and Fire sounded like in the peak. There were some times that were pretty rocky as he was first forming the band and trying to figure out how to make a sound that was original and still marketable at the same time. And so the song that I chose was A Shining Star, which is, again, a very positive message. I mean, the, the hook is your shining star no matter who you are. That idea that you have all that you ever needed and Jack Canfield talks about this idea of the Golden Buddha. And the story goes that the Golden Buddha wasn't always the Golden Buddha. That for a long time, it used to be covered with mud. And what they think was the Buddhist priests, when they were attacked by China, they decided to cover up the Buddha before the soldiers got there. So that way, the Buddha wasn't stolen. And then all of the monks were killed. So the secret died with them. And then later on, the only way that we have the Golden Buddha today is a crane was moving the Buddha. And a crack appeared when it was moving, and so they put it down right away. That night, the head monk came to check on it, and when his flashlight shone on the mud, there was actually something reflecting against mud, and they realized there must be something else underneath it. Jack Canfield went on to the analogy that we are all like that Buddha, that we were born like the Golden Buddha, but that we have all this stuff that's put on us through the media, through our society, through what our parents tell us, 
and we were born just fine, but that unfortunately we become defined by all of these other things, and that we have to get back to that essence, that we have all that we need, that we are all that we need. As we get rid of some of that mud, that we uncover whatever, whether it's the Buddha, whether it's the Christ, whatever you want to call it that lives within us, that is that pure goodness that we can become. And that's what that song is about, is how you have all that you need and that you just need to uncover it and discover it for yourself. There's one more thing that we should mention before we play the song Shining Star. Haven't you opened for them? Did I read that on your website? Yes. Yes, I have opened. Okay. Well, come on. Just mention it. You've been there since. <laughs> How wonderful. How wonderful for you. That must have felt like a closer step to heaven. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, they are one of, one of my favorite groups of all time. That amazing band. Yeah, absolutely. That amazing band, again, is Earth, Wind, and Fire. To close out Charles Walker's Song of the Soul, we're going to listen to Shining Star, another excellent source of music that influenced you, Charles, but influenced so much of the world. Charles, it's so wonderful to have met you just a couple weeks ago here in Eau Claire. I'm just so happy our paths crossed and very thankful that you joined me today for Song of the Soul. Well, thanks so much for having me, Mark. Yeah, I was so honored when you said that you'd like to have me on the program. I feel thankful to be able to be on the interview and thankful to be able to communicate. There's a lot of the interviews that I do are usually about just the music, and every once in a while we delve just a little bit into my belief system or where it comes from. So it was really nice to be able to talk a lot about that because really our beliefs are what define us and what define everything else that we do. So it was great to be able to talk about that, so thank you. You're very welcome. Heads up to our listeners, because we ran out of time, you'll have to go to the NordenSpiritRadio.org website to hear one more bonus song and excerpt. Sorry for the inconvenience, but please do drop us a comment on the program as long as you're visiting the site. Again, Charles Walker, the website walkerband.com. You can find the link, of course, on northernspiritradio.org. We close it out for Charles with Shining Star by Earth, Wind, and Fire. We'll see you next week for Song of the Soul.
The theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it's called Song of the Soul. My name is Mark Helpsmeet, and this is a Northern Spirit Radio production. You can listen to this program again, track down the list of songs included, and a whole lot more on my website, northernspiritradio.org. And I invite you to share your Song of the Soul with my listeners. Just contact me via my website. And please, join me weekly for Song of the Soul. You can be happy Let in the light It will heal you And you can feel you And sing out a song